your source for big Ken Kong. It's a tackle empire. Last time on Off Tackle Empire, Steve expressed unreserved optimism about the prospect of a highly experienced and talented Fighting Illini football squad taking the field, even if it wasn't with the easy non-conference that he was promised. Meanwhile, Andrew expressed a different outlook for Michigan State football, hoping that the season might be canceled entirely. As this would be to the benefit of Mel Tucker, trying to build, being hired in an awkward time, inheriting in a weird-shaped roster. As the discussion pivoted to basketball, each expressed about their team an optimism that an upcoming season could be just as promising in light of recruiting developments. It was then that Andrew proposed a Faustian bargain of sorts. What would our heroes choose to preserve in the sports hellscape of 2020? What would they trade to preserve it? Find out now! Sports and Coronavirus the bargaining stage. Welcome to a bonus edition of Off Tackle Empire for Joint Michigan State Illinois Week. I have yet to write any Illinois shit as we're doing this. Um, it's only Tuesday night. There's plenty of time left. Having a hard time. Having a hard time here right now. Just you know, living in America. I've never had any. I never had any problems suspending disbelief, okay? That's why I always found, like, the Ace Ventura movies when I was a kid. I thought they would, like, that, 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 that was stuff that could happen. I was, I was a kind of a weird kid, too, if I'm being totally honest here. So, we've already I mean, discussed... I used, to, I used to think about how, well, at some point, you know, we drive past a cemetery, and you wonder, well, how long has this been in use? So then they bury everybody that dies here... But, like, you don't, you know, you don't dig up people and stuff because you don't dishonor the dead. Well, at some point, if we bury everybody, we're going to run out of land on which we can bury dead people. So then we can't grow food anymore. Well, you think that. But here's what I have decided I will do with my remains when I die. We are miles away from where we're going with this podcast. Stick with us. We'll get there. You, you guys know that we're prone to the tangent. So... My plans for my body when I die, first of all, take all the useful stuff, like, you know, organs, tissue, uh, fucking ears, whatever, like, whatever you can make any use of, lop all that stuff off, suck it out, whatever, um, cremate the rest, and then compress the ashes into a diamond, and set the diamond in a ring, which the inheritor of my state, of my estate, must wear at all times, and if anyone asks them about the ring, they must tell the truth. They must say, these are the mortal remains of my grandfather upon whose wealth I rest my head every evening, or something. That, that is effect. the most metal thing I've ever heard. I know that it's possible to do this because, as I'm sure, I'm sure you've heard the story of some college in England, I think like attached to Oxford, there was once a lord of great wealth who made a large donation to the college upon his death. Of the, course this happened in England. On the condition that at every meeting of the board of trustees, they wheel his embalmed body into the meeting and prop him up to observe the proceedings in perpetuity. That's funny. There's this, a, may just, this may be a rumor. but There's a Joe Diffie song about that. <laughs> prop me up beside the jukebox <laughs> when I die. Probably based on that story. So, with this morbid backdrop as our setting, what we're here to talk about today is... 
if you had the power to make it so, what would you, what in terms of sports seasons would you give up and what would you give it up to save, if that makes any sense? So if, for example, sacrificing the rest of the Major League Baseball season meant that the NFL continued on schedule and without interruption, would you do it if you had the ability to? That's our conceit here. And so I will pose to you, I mean, basically another way of thinking of this is, what is your top priority as a sports fan right now? If you had to lose everything else, what would you save? Well, it depends on what you mean by save, because in many ways, the 2020 Illini football dream is already lost, because it was never, it was, it, for me, it was, it was never quite as much about them, you know, I knew, that I had no, uh, illusions that they were going to win a conference or anything, but it, it was about, I'm definitely going to a bowl game, which even if it were all normal, probably wouldn't be. Um, and I'm definitely going to go to some away games and do some really epic tailgates because I'm excited about my team. So like, even if the schedule hadn't been affected, that would never have happened. So uh, football is a complicated question. Of course, this is any sport. We, Anything should, we, we should take our first draft picks off the table, which would basically involve abusing the physics engine of this game we're playing to sacrifice the entire MLS season to make sure that Detroit <laughs> City FC remains solvent. Oh, hell yeah. Because that would have a dual purpose, wouldn't it? I would sacrifice MLS, the English Premier League, La Liga, Serie A. I would sacrifice all other professional soccer that exists to protect City City till I die. Um, but since that's, again, water under the bridge, and since even By the in, way, are you aware <laughs> of the fact that despite no fans in the stadium, they still smoked out the first ever women's match? Yeah. Yeah, with they smoke, have a bot. With Smokey the Robot. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good boy. <laughs> so, that being our conceit, your, your answer is essentially that it's too late for me. <laughs> um, it being, meaning that the 2020 Illinois football season is your top priority. You wanted... The possible results from this above anything else yeah i mean again i've been waiting for a season where like i could be reasonably certain that they were going to win six games for like, my whole adult life just to like do like i said do tailgate stuff go to away games um and generally get really hyped about a team that promises to be able to belong on the same field as you know two-thirds of the opponents that they face uh the promise that this held for me was immense and I, if I can't really get that back then I guess I would save that to get Ayodesumu and Kofi Coburn back. Okay, what are you going to give up to get Ayo and Kofi though? Because remember, nothing here is free. Oh boy. That is a good question. Does it have to be Illinois? No, it, just something you have a rooting interest in. I would say this exercise doesn't make any sense. It, you know, for example... I couldn't say I will sacrifice all auto racing because with respect to you, I do not give a shit about yeah, any I do not absolutely. give a shit about auto racing. It would be a pretty damn easy call for me to say I would happily sacrifice NASCAR upon the altar of coronavirus if it meant that I could get you know whatever's what, what my answer will be, which I'm not gonna get to yet. We're doing you first. So Well that's the thing. That's a tough some... one to weigh. Because you know, if, if 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 I could bring back Illinois football 2020 as it would have been 
Sure. I would gladly sacrifice the rest of the NASCAR season, which has been the only sports I've been watching, right? Because, look, even if I had decided to get really hyped up about the White Sox in 2020, holy shit, have you seen what's been happening to them against the Indians? Yeah. So, yeah, Um, I would 100% sacrifice NASCAR despite Brad Keselowski having a pretty good season uh, if I could get back Illinois football as it were intended. I, I would I think I would be, would be willing to do that even were it Dale Jr.'s last season. Wow, okay. That's, that's just... And how much further would you go with this? Would you also sacrifice the Packers? Mm. Now see, that's a good question because I, I, I feel like because of what they did in the draft, they're no longer really trying to win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers anymore. They're just continuing to do the thing that they've been doing where they're like, what if, what if we kept this window open and also rebuilt, which means that you occasionally get to the NFC title game. And- Bear with us, H back in the third round. <laughs> huh? The, uh, I, mean, expect- I personally thought Vitaly was all right in that position, but I guess they didn't. Boy, they, they cannot replace John Coon. No, you know what it is? Is They saw ahead to Dan Vitale opting out of this season. Ah. He made that announcement. That came. That he's one true. of the several yeah. Patriots that are, are checking out today. Um, okay, so that's I'll call that indecisive. So, yeah, that's, that is very indecisive because even, the, like, it just is always so goddamn funny when the Bears lose to them in really stupid ways. It just is it's just amazing. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. That's a, that's a really, really tough one. Okay. And, I mean, I did, I'm coming off of a series, the last four sports events I've been to, I mean, included a Packers home playoff win. So, you know, I feel like I've had, like... They've given you far more than most of your other teams. They really have. They've given me just about everything. So, I honestly feel like, like, I'm oddly content... Kind of is a thing where I don't really believe in what they did over the off season. Like, not that they're gonna suck, but that you don't think it doesn't you're... represent a significant step forward versus last year. Last it's... year again is the best case scenario, so I guess I could give that up for. And it's partially because you don't think you're giving up much, right? I don't think I'm giving up a lot, but I don't think I'm giving up anything unprecedented. Okay, and this is still so you would throw that on top of NASCAR if it was necessary to save, to restore Illinois' 2020 football season. 12-game schedule, winnable non-conference games. Don't get me wrong. These seasons where the Packers go to the NFC Championship game and get their shit pushed in are generally really fun, actually. They're they're, they're awesome. But they come along way more often than, oh, man, Illinois is not going to get completely ass-blasted by any team that's been recruiting for the last couple of years. I see. That's that's what I'm saying. That's 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 the kind of thing where there's not much precedent for that for me recently. So for me, this calculus is considerably easier. So I do not have an NFL team because I grew up in Michigan and my parents loved me. So they did not allow me to become a Lions fan. They kept me away from that. In terms of professional sports teams, the only ones I really have much interest in are the Red Wings and the Tigers, both of which are near or at the bottom of a rebuild right now. So, of course, you're talking about billionaire-controlled professional sports teams. Yes. Well, <laughs> yes. I mean, again, I think we have to leave DCFC out of this because you even... Know, I, actually, <laughs> I had a joke here about professional soccer, but uh, 
in order to get it, you'd have to have 30% of your ownership owned by someone with a net worth of more than $10 million. Yeah, so, uh, it, you know, I would leave DCFC out of this equation because I think even for us and our very weird, not that large audience, that's a bit much uh, to expect them to, you know, but in any case. I bought season tickets for 2020 last week. Like, yeah, they, <laughs> because I heard the club was struggling. Yeah, not because they're letting us in now, but because they're not. Anything. <laughs> so, yep. Um, so the the calculus here is very easy for me because if I were to, so as we sit here, the Tigers have played four games. They're two and two, and they've probably struck out sixty times. If I had to guess, um, I'm not giving up a whole lot with the Tigers this season because although they are now at the point where they have amassed a pretty good amount of minor league talent. They're going to do their best to not call any of them up this year so they can fuck around with service time because that's, I mean, like, you know, God forbid that you actually try to entertain your fans in the weirdest, most miserable sports season, what, since World War II, probably? Um, no, continue to fuck around with the service time so you can save a couple million bucks five years from now on the contracts that you're going to try to, you know, skin flint these guys out of. The Red Wings are in a pretty similar position, but they have less talent on hand than the Tigers. They do, I mean, it is Steve Eiserman as GM. I expect them to get better pretty quickly, but they ain't going to be there yet. They're going to be real bad again. So I'm not losing anything there. Again, the Lions don't interest me. The Pistons, I will admit I'm a bandwagon fan. Loved them in high school when they were good, but it's been a long time since they were good. So again, who gives a shit? That leaves me with Michigan State, where football, boy, I you wouldn't have to give me much to convince me to just sim through 2020 for Michigan State football because I've, as I've said before, I think it's going to be pretty rough. Um, <laughs> yeah. The real question here is, I mean, so really the, the valuable assets that I've got in terms of a sports fan that I want to see, it's MSU basketball. That's what's left. This season, they should be pretty good. We don't know yet how good because they still have two guys in the NBA draft. If both those guys come back, they should be right there in the conference title picture again. They should be right there in the picture for a deep tournament run. So this season certainly has some value. But the thing that I I would happily give up everything else in my sports asset chest for would be next basketball season, 2021, where depending on what some guys... So <laughs> they've got... Two recruits in the 2021 class currently, Pierre Brooks and Max Christie, who are both shooting guards. Christie's the number one shooting guard in the 21 class right now. That's a damn good combination. They also have two recruits in the 2022 class. Imani Bates, who's probably the best college basketball prospect since Kevin Durant, if not LeBron. Well, he never played college. And as of earlier today, Enoch Bochai, I hope I'm saying that right. A top 20 overall prospect, a center out of Canada. Both of those guys could reclassify. If they do, and depending on what they do with other scholarships, the thought is they're probably going to add a point guard from here in the state who's a top 80 or so player, and maybe another guy. But that's that could, that would be a, if Bates and Boachai both reclassify, that's the best class in Big Ten history. That's better than Odin and Conley at Ohio State. That's better than the Flintstones. Better than the Baby Boilers, better than the Fab Five. Yeah, better than the Fab Five. I said it. That's a possibility. Better than the Kendrick Nunn, Jalen Tate one? I don't want to blow your mind, but if you can believe it, yeah, it's entirely possible. 
that's in play for Michigan State in the 2021-22 season with some pieces of what should be a pretty good team this year coming back to join them. For that possibility, if you're telling me that I get that team with Brooks, Bates, Bochai, um, probably Aikens would be, again, this point guard who may commit, and Christie as a freshman class with any significant turnover from this year. Um, yeah, I would, I would sacrifice this basketball season, this football season, and next football season if it meant making sure that that season happens unabridged. Well, of course, I don't know. You might have to give up more because that could require uh, Canada to do the irresponsible thing of Letting one of their nationals out. <laughs> yeah, reopening the U.S. border any time in the next, I don't know, five years? Which could be massively irresponsible. But it, the fact that he's leaving, I think, may help. As long as they make clear to him, like, dude, you can't come back. <laughs> yeah. Which, why, why would he do that? I certainly wouldn't. Well, the, I suppose the hope is by then, perhaps the NCAA will have amended its name, image, likeness rules, which will prompt these possible G League type prospects to go to college instead of going to a G League and then I promise you I and my fellow Spartans will lavish them with filthy lucre and it won't even be cheating so you don't get to say that. You know it was another really interesting thing that uh, that got derailed because of coronavirus? By interesting I mean funny and sad. Do you remember what the Rays were going to do? In baseball? Yeah, they're going to try to play half their <laughs> games in Montreal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, as far as I knew, when coronavirus was happening, they were still going to do it. <laughs> of course, now the, have the Blue Jays found somewhere to play home games yet? Buffalo. Ah. The Buffalo Bill Jays. I mean, that probably makes as much sense as anything. It's closest. Um... So, all right, so I have to give up more. Do I have more than two college football seasons and the college basketball season to save one college basketball season? All right, well, I'll throw in, like I said, this year's Red Wing season, this year's Tiger season, take them. Um, I'll give you the Lions. I don't give a shit. Like I said, what else the do I have? The Lions forever. <laughs> <laughs> Done. 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 Yeah, just, just promise. <laughs> I'll do that on a condition you promised me when they're – nondescript crappy stadium is obsolete in another 10 years you don't come asking the taxpayers for more money to help build the next one you will but you know i would ask you to lie to me about that <laughs> so those are my conditions uh, the question is is there any property downtown that the that ford uh illiter gores need well they have all of it so so i guess not <laughs> So I guess we probably won't be getting any fake-out MLS bids anytime soon. No, there's probably a couple historic buildings they could knock down and turn into parking lots in reasonably valuable areas, but let's not pretend we don't have enough of that already. Enough for whom? Right, I suppose. <laughs> when you have that kind of money, how much is enough? Um, yeah, those are, my, those are my conditions. I find them reasonable, again. Two college football seasons and a college hoop season. That, that college hoop season, that's like that's like a lottery pick. Like that's only top five protected pretty much. Who says no? Yeah, because I mean, that because that it's amazing to say this given MSU's history under ISO, but that is a virtually unprecedented scenario. Like it, it would be 
probably the most talented team he's ever had. Um, <laughs> you, you could make an argument, again, depending on how the last couple spots in that class fill out, that it might be the most talented team Michigan State's ever had, which includes the team that had Magic fucking Johnson on it. So, um, yeah, I, I would give up anything else from a sports perspective you would have to assure me that that act, that the scenario I described you happens that Bates and Bolachai both come to MSU and reclassify, but the, the possibility there is truly like it it tr- it is a ray of hope in an otherwise bleak landscape for me from a sports perspective. I'll, I won't say it does much for me, you know, in terms of the melancholy that kind of hangs over all of life right now. But, uh, well, see, that's the thing. When I talk about sacrificing NASCAR, for me, that's kind of been the only thing that I've been doing that's sports-wise. So that's me putting myself back into sports purgatory for however long it takes to get to the next sports. So that that, that is a tangible cost. White Sox could win the sprint to 32. You don't know that they won't. <laughs> well, well as, as long as they don't get, as long as they don't, they, they manage to contain coronavirus locally and, and don't get kicked out of the league unofficially. Still a thing that happened in baseball today. The Marlins just can't play anymore. Huh. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, so anyway, we've answered this question. I think it was much easier for me than you, simply because I have fewer interests that are not already in a, <laughs> that are not easy to put on the table, but. Um, we pose the question then to our listeners. We don't generally get many comments on the articles when we post the podcast episodes, but we'd be curious. Um, tell us what you would give up and what you would do it. You know what you would be saving with it, and make it meaningful. You know, again, like I said, I threw in the Lions season there because I could give a damn if they ever play another game. Um, but I'm also giving up two Spartan football seasons and a hoop season. All in the name of seeing Imani Bates, 40-0, MSU National Champions. I'm going to go ahead and answer for my, for my wife. She would pretty gladly give up a year of zombie Ben Roethlisberger Steelers <laughs> uh, if, it, if, it, if it meant that, I guess, NASCAR could go on uninterrupted, I think. Hmm. Their boy Brad Keselowski's having a hell of a year, as are other drivers that she likes. And I think more than that, it's more than more insurance. Because it's, it's more just, okay, if she has something she's willing to give up, zombie Ben Roethlisberger Steelers season, you know, at least until he goes down and Mason Rudolph gets uh, beaten up with a helmet, uh, then... Did they really not go and get another backup after last season? No! They, they Boy. Yeah, I, I was talking to her the whole time, assuming that Ben wasn't coming back, you know, talking about, oh, hey... You know, at one point I said, you know who might be worth, like, who, who might be worth a look in the second round as a development guy for the future if Ben's going to play? Love, yeah, Jordan Love, man. Yeah, you. no, it's definitely raw, but, you, you, you know, know you, he could be a reach there in the second round, but... you <laughs> the like, Oh, so. hey, you said Jordan Love was good. you got to be excited, right? <laughs> well, so the thing, you must have phrased it in such a way that like the NFL monkey paw that has been like raining on your existence for years. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> fine. Fine. If it's, if it's, uh, look, if it's, if it takes 
the Packers drafting Jordan Love, if that was the price for beating Northwestern again at some point in my life, then fine, <laughs> fine, draft Shea Patterson for all I care. Your source for Big Ten Talk, it's Off Tackle Empire!